eyes of the Creator. What's going on, everybody? It's your man, Winston Ward. And your girl, Ashley, is here with the Rise of the Creative Podcast. And today... This is a special episode. This is a very, very special episode. Tell them about it. Today, we have a very special edition mm-hmm. of the Rise of the Creative Podcast. Uh-huh. We have a Mother's Day edition. Yeah. And we're here with... Who? The one and only... Mm-hmm. Evangelist. What else? First lady. What else? Co-pastor. Okay. Mama Slay. Uh-huh. AKA. Uh-huh. Cheryl Boy. Yeah. AKA. Uh-huh. The creative creator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> My mama. Yeah. My mama. Don't cry. Mama Slay. Yeah. You gonna call you Mama Slay? Yeah. Now everybody, this is my mom. Yeah. Cheryl Boyd here. Say hi, Mama. Hi. <laughs> hi. Okay, so um, here at the Rise of the Creative Podcast, we like to bring people on our show and kind of just speak about their creative process and just how. Or not really how, but what things inspire them to create and um. We wanted to bring you on this podcast because, I mean, you created a creative. So we yeah. kind of wanted to just get into some questions about, like, what it's like, you know, raising a creative, you know, the good things, the bad things. Right. Um, and just just dive into all of that. Um, Ashley's going to spearhead it. I mean, I'm going to ask a lot of questions as well, too. <laughs> but um, questions that's not even, like, on the list, but just questions that just come up in my mind. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to get into it, like really excited. Um, but before we start every episode, we start off with a creative quote. Yes. And this week, the creative quote is, there are two things we should give our children. One is roots and the other is wings. That's deep. Yeah. Now that is, that's amazing. I, you are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sing. Everybody, because I'm fostering their voice, because you actually know. <laughs> they know that I try to sing, and one day, a note is going to come out of there, and it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. One day. Just oh, one, one day. Just one note. <laughs> one day. With a little auto-tune. <laughs> okay, Mom. Can I call you Mom? <laughs> you better call me Mom. <laughs> All right. So let's let's start from the beginning. Where does your creative story begin? For those who don't know, everybody who doesn't know, mm-hmm. where does your creative story begin? For my creative story, um, my creative story, it began as a child. Child when, you know, you go through a lot of things. I, I as a kid, went through some things, and I didn't know at one point how to 
foster the the anger or the emotion that I was going through. And so my creativity came through writing. Mm. So I was able to say what I wanted to say in writing, writing poetry, just writing. And, and that's what I did. And that's how it all started. Mm. Cool. And how has poetry transformed your life? Well, poetry allows me to express myself um, in a way that you can't just, like, hold a conversation and tell somebody exactly how you feel. Mm -hmm. But once you put it down on paper, um, it begins to take on its own um, character and emotion. Right, right. So do you feel like your your poetry or your writing was kind of like your therapy? From my era, Mm -hmm. they don't have... They didn't have then what they have now, which is everyone goes to therapy or see a psychiatrist or a counselor, whereas we grew up everything being internal. Right. So because we held everything in, it was easier or it was more therapy to write it down and say, this is how I feel. And when I go back and read it, like, I actually went through this, but guess what? I overcame it because I was able to write it down and see for myself that, you know, I've been through something and I'm no longer going through it. Mm. That's good. I I love that. I love that. I love that. You see where I get it from? (laughs) It's so crazy because I didn't realize how intense my mom's writing was or how in depth her poetry was. I always knew she wrote. She always helped me with different poetry and stuff I did in church, but I didn't realize the depth of it until, you know, the recent passing of my hour, hour. Your mom and my nana, and I was looking back on some of her old notes, and I was like, I have the same talent, almost the same technique, the same writing style, and it's so crazy because I never read any of her work before a couple months ago. Mm. And we, it, it's insane how we have this same exact writing style, same technique, almost the same handwriting a little bit. You're a little bit neater. <laughs> but it was the same thing, you know, not the same growing pains, but growing pains, I would write poetry or write this down and do this, and my mom did the exact same thing. Mm. Okay, so just to kind of just speak about that, um, how, um, Mama Boyd, how how do you uh, how do you feel like you've like fostered or like initiated that creativity like in Ashley and and in all your other children? Um, well, all three of the children are talented in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, to foster it as a parent, you have to kind of give your children a balance. Mm-hmm. So while they have gifts and talents and, you know, they're very creative, you have to say, okay, this is this part is your cre- uh, creativity, but this part is your reality. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of give them that balance. Right. This is how things got to go in life without, you know, putting water on their fire for their gift. You right, know? right, That's right. Cool. So what advice would you give a parent who sees that gift in a child? I always like to say that I'm my kid's biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. So because of that, don't douse your children's fire mm-hmm. because that fire in them is innate in them. God gives everyone some type of talent in one way, shape, or another. Yeah. And that talent needs to be exposed, fostered, you know. Mm-hmm. And so let them understand that you have this talent and you are the the um, the path to your own destiny, mm-hmm. you know. So take that path and go with it. A lot of parents, they, they like to live vicariously through their children, so that's yeah. why they kind of put a little damper on their on their gift. I try not to do that. I've mm-hmm. lived my life. I've done, you know, what mm-hmm. I need to do. It's their time to shine. So mm-hmm. let them shine. I, Isn't I love she that. Awesome. Yeah. 
is. Um, let's see. Uh, what do you feel like is the hardest part about raising a creative child or children? The hardest part is is once again the balance. Mm. Because when a person, Ashley, I'm going to use her as my Lord example, mm-hmm. because she's so passionate and emotional mm-hmm. about her so gifts. So call it now emotional? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she's so, and so in order to teach her how to like, you know, bring it down and how to use it when it needs to be used uh-huh. and how to, you know, kind of put it to the back burner when it needs to be put to the back burner, mm-hmm. that's kind of like the hardest thing. Yeah. You know, but... Never, ever have I told her never write or don't don't write or uh-huh. stop writing because that's the outlet that they need to maintain that balance. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And you want to know the funny thing? I, I'm pretty sure that my mom is going to say something extremely similar to that, too, yeah. when it comes to, like, the hardest part of, like, raising, like, creatives. I know she had a, a hard time with me. Because y'all all, <laughs> his whole family is creative. Like, they all sing. They're, like, low-key the Jacksons. Like, they all sing. I do have to say, I want to say that I am extremely proud of the both of you. Come when on, I tell you going to make me cry. I like, listen to every <laughs> podcast since the day you guys started. I am extremely, extremely proud of you guys. Um, And, you know, of course, Ash, my baby. Yes. So, and Winston, you know, you're one of my children. I I love you guys dearly. And, like, I'm extremely proud of you guys. Thank Thank you so much. I told myself I wasn't going to cry. Right. I'm like, yo, if you make Winston cry, (laughs) (laughs) oh, man. Okay. We're going to bring it back in. So, what advice, you know, we talked about advice for parents. What advice would you have given your younger self? If you could talk to, like, you know, 13-year-old Cheryl or 6-year-old Cheryl, what would you say? My advice to myself would be keep pushing. Mm. Don't stop. Don't worry about what the naysayers and the haysayers say. Just keep pushing. Keep moving forward. Don't stop. And when you hit an obstacle or trouble... This too shall pass. It's not going to always be. You're not going to always be in the valleys. You're going to sometimes be on in those mountains, you know, on top of the mountain. So keep pushing and don't stop. Mm. Do not stop because no one has control over your life but you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and so because of that, I would, I would tell my younger self that. Mm-hmm. I let a lot of emotions and things and people, you know, hold me back and stop me from moving to... You know, probably the heights I probably could have been. Mm-hmm. Now, is this the same advice you that you would give to your children? Like, would you tell them this now and be like, "I certainly would. I would tell them this now. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. Keep pushing. Mm-hmm. You know, keep striving for. You know, put God first. I have to say that because I right. always tell them that. Put God first. Mm-hmm. And you know, even before I knew who God was, I was writing letters to God. Mm-hmm. You know, so put God first. And when I when you do that, all your blessings and you know everything comes through through him. All right, you speak about God, and um, I kind of want to just segue into this. Um, how speaks to me a little bit more about the creativity of being like an evangelist or just being like a minister, or someone who um, who gives sermons. I know sermons is um, for me. I think sermons are extremely creative because it's. Mm-hmm. 
it's taking because usually it starts with like a scripture and then you expand on the scripture from there so me personally I think it's like really creative especially when you come up with the different stories and different things like that so kind of just walk me through like that creative process well it's so funny because the creativity or the creativeness is God Mm. And, and I say that because when you're doing a sermon or you're writing a sermon the sermon is for you first mm. so nothing that I say to anybody I haven't myself gone through mm. or been through so that's the first mm. so the creativity is God putting me through that first mm. and then I start writing down this is what I'm dealing with this is what I'm going through this is how I feel and every single thing is in the Bible every thing you need to, that you can possibly think of mm-hmm. is in the Bible and so from what I'm going through, then start coming the scriptures. God starts, you know, bringing in the scriptures. And then that's how your your sermons come about. That's how mm-hmm. my sermons come about. Um, as to, you know, it's, it comes to me first. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm dealing with something. I'm going through something. I feel a certain way. And then God gives me a scripture to go with this is how you feel. And now I can relate that to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I can tell somebody, well, I've been through that. This is how... I know how you feel, and this is what God told me about how I'm feeling. Mm, I love that. I love that. Is, go oh, ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. What is, like, the hardest part about being an evangelist? The hardest part is remembering that that the same way God ministers and talks to someone else, he does to you too. So when I say that, I say that to say that everyone has these expectations of an evangelist, of a pastor, of a minister, and people, ordinary people don't understand that we go through things too, Mm -hmm. and we deal with things too, and that sometimes we don't always feel like, you know, having that midnight conversation because you're going through, Mm -hmm. sometimes we're going through, and we don't have that person or that you know, where we can talk to someone or, you know, so we, we take every, I take everything to God. Mm-hmm. So my, my husband um, has, you know, spiritual people in his life where he can kind of, you know, I, I have a best friend who I can talk to, but for the most part, mm-hmm. everything, you know, I take it to God, but people have these expectations and these things, you know, pertaining to evangelists and pastors. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. What, um... Speak to me kind of about um, the, how would you say it, the, you, you touched on a little bit, but the, the spiritual relationship between you and, and your husband, like what is, and what I mean like spiritual relationship, like do you guys like feed off of each other, like do you say, hey listen, I think this would be a good sermon for you, like or does sometimes. It's so cool that dynamic. I'm going to let you answer it, but I'm going <laughs> to talk on it, but I'm like, go ahead. Um, sometimes, like this, when you're married, you kind of go through the same things. Yeah. It's a little different in the fact that he goes through what he goes through as a man, as a mm. head of the household, mm-hmm. as a pastor, because a pastor watches for your soul. Right. So not only is he praying for me on a natural as his wife, mm-hmm. he's also praying for me, you know, as an evangelist. Now he got to pray for our church, every individual in the church. Mm-hmm. So his role, you know, so on a spiritual level, um, God speaks to him. Mm-hmm. And I allow God to do that with him. Mm-hmm. We 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 kind of connect, you know, after the fact, mm-hmm. and it's really good because sometimes, like, we'll we'll one night we had almost the same dream, 
Mm. And it was so scary. It was so spooky. But then at the same time, we knew that God connected us because our dreams, when we were telling our dreams, everything in his dream coincided with everything in my dream. And wow. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's, it's hard in the fact that, though, um, also, as him being a pastor, everyone wants to monopolize his time. Mm-hmm. So everyone, oh, pastor, I need to speak to you. Oh, pastor, you know, I need to call you for this. Or they need prayer or mm-hmm. they're going through something. And I have to understand, okay, he has to have this time with with these people and not be selfish like a uh, wife over here. Right, you know, right, right. Do, you know, us sometime, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but but it's, it's, it's a balance once you... Um, once you put that into your mind, you know, you got you can't be selfish. Right. You know, so it's it's all about souls. Mm-hmm. God is about souls. All souls belong to him and it's all about souls. Yeah, and I love my parents' dynamic because although on the outside they're like two totally different people, my dad is very he can be like he looks very stern. He looks very but he's like the biggest goofball. Mm-hmm. And my mom is all creative and like, oh, and blingy and do this and he's so simple. <laughs> my dad is like the simplest person ever. And his preaching style comes off like that. He'll give a sermon, and you're like, all right, well, how he going to turn, you know, how he going to transform this? And he does these analogies that are, I don't know how he, I, I know how he does it, but these analogies and how he brings it back and how he relates it to, you know, real life. And what my mom does is kind of what we do with our Talk To Me Tuesdays is mm-hmm. we have a subject. And we relate it to self because making stuff personable mm-hmm. makes it more relatable. Exactly. Right. And I, you know, I learned that from Winston doing the talking to me because he's having difficult. Like, oh my God, what am I gonna say? He goes, well, pick a life story and, and relate it to, relate it to how. And that's what you do with your sermons. And I, they're two totally different dynamics, mm-hmm. but they're still so fast. Like it's not just sitting at a church sermon. It's not like, oh God, you know, I'm here for however long but it's actually a story and you're you want you find yourself listening to it and before you know it you're like oh that scripture stuck in my head because now I'm relating it to a story mm-hmm. and I'm relating it to my life yeah nah I, I love it man once obviously when I was younger and, and when I went to church it was just like oh my god me ever since I was younger, I was I was extremely interested in music. So you know how they always play the music right before the sermon. Right. So I used to love it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sermon came just like. But now, like as I got older and started to understand the creativity behind it, I I really, I really enjoy that part of right. the church service as well too because I realize how creative that is. Um, but I think it's time for Ashley's favorite part of the show. I think it's time for our rapid fire questions. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, what is this? Oh my God, what is this? I didn't sing you these. Oh <laughs> so these are just really goofy rapid fire questions. You have like 0.2 seconds to answer them, okay? 0. 0.2. 0. 0.2 seconds. Okay. All right. Are you ready, Mama Slay? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. What's your favorite snack? (laughs) All of them. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite author? My favorite author would be probably Maya Angelou. Would you rather have your slip constantly full during a sermon or have your shoes too tight to shout? My shoes too tight to shout? (laughs) <laughs> what's I'm your, questioning that one. <laughs> what's your favorite biblical story? 
My favorite biblical story is Hannah and Penina. That's mine too. Your favorite scripture? My favorite scripture is all things work together for the good. And your favorite child? Uh, I don't have a favorite child. <laughs> I, I, I told you. you. I told I you she'd you. say that. I told you she'd say that. Okay, <laughs> the last the last question. What's your secret talent? My secret talent? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, you're really good at everything. I don't mean to say it because, oh, duh, you. you're my mom. But no, no, seriously, guys. Like, my mother is good at everything. You're like, oh, man, I got to get this couch reupholstered. She's like, I can do that. And she'll reupholster <laughs> your couch. Or you're like, oh, my God, my dining room table chairs, they need new cushions. I made mine. Let me show you how to make it. She, seriously, she can make anything. Wow. Okay, okay, so what's your secret talent? My secret talent is probably cooking. That's not a secret. My everybody know you can throw down. <laughs> That's not a secret. Um, I mean, I guess my my poetry. I haven't like exposed yeah. a lot of people mm. to to the poetry because it was more you know personal for me. Mm-hmm. So and again, that was my therapy. So a lot of people don't even actually know that I I like to write and that I write poetry. And you play football. And I play football. <laughs> okay. And she jumps really great double dutch. Really. I thought you was gonna say that. That's why I said it. I thought you was gonna say double dutch. Like she's really, like she's really good. Like really? old school. Like she might could do a flip in a rope. Like yes, me. <laughs> like, you know, it's old school, and they be like ten, 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 twenty. That's my mother. Definitely. Double dutch was my game. Right. I have to. I have to see that. I have to see that. You gotta come to the cookout. You gotta come to the cookout. Okay. Cool. Come to the cookout. Cool. Um. Now, this is a question that I ask um, every one of our guests, and I think, for me, it's one of my favorite questions because everyone just provides so much insight. Um, What do you think was the, or tell me one creative thing that changed your life? One creative thing pertaining to me? Yeah, pertaining to you, yeah. That changed my life? Um... Um, I want to I, I want to say my poetry mm-hmm. and and that was because once again I was able to pour out every um, emotion everything that I was dealing with everything that I mm-hmm. felt I was able to put that down on paper mm-hmm. and go back and look at it and go you know I went through you know all of these things and you don't realize how you feel or what you're going through when you're going through it right but when you get over that, and you look back and you go, wow, I'm stronger than I actually think I am. Right. I thought I was. You right. know? Or, you know, I didn't realize I had it in me to even, you know, deal with this. A lot of people would have given up. A lot of people would have died. A lot of people would not have survived, you know, some of the, some of the things. And when you realize that you survived it and you've gotten through it and you're much better than you were before, mm-hmm. you know, you, that's, that's where, when you understand, okay. So I would say my, my poetry, my writing, um, is the turning point in my life because God knows where I would have been had it not have been for me being able to express myself that way. Mm, I love that so much. So much. I love it. That was great. I have one more question. We usually ask this to artists. I'm not going to have you freestyle. Yeah. We talked about this in the car. <laughs> um, hmm? Good. You going to freestyle? I can. <laughs> that was not what I was going to say. Ha-ha. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Y'all know Let how shook I am right now. That is not what I was getting ready to say. Let me tell you. If she freestyles, she would be... If my mother spits a hot 16 right she now. She would be... I would be dead. Oh, man. We signed her to so move. Yeah. We put yeah. you in the studio. 
right oh, after this. That would be hilarious. What I was going to say was <laughs> we usually ask the artists to describe their style and what makes them stand out. But I'm going to flip this. So describe your style as an evangelist, as a mother, as a friend. Describe your style and what makes that stand out and what you think draws people to you. Because I always say that my mother attracts <laughs> every walk of life, <laughs> everybody. What do you think draws them in? And describe your style as, you know, a mother evangelist. My style, if I should say I have one, is being a realist. Mm. I am going to tell you like it is and how it is. Um with a little sugar on top. Right, 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 <laughs> you know? right. Um, But, you know, that's what I think draws people, like, like the way that I bring things to them and I tell them, you know, the truth uh, without, you know, hurting feelings, of course, or anything. It's insane mm-hmm. how you do that. Because you mean. You <laughs> low key be mean. But I'm like, they just no. keep coming back. It's the realness. Mm-hmm. It's the reality. I guess so. Because, you know, you can talk to people and you can sugarcoat things and you can say things to them, but they won't go away knowing that, you know, anything that they're, it's not real. You understand? Right. But when you're real with them and they go, oh, you know what? She's right. That's the realness. And that's what keeps them coming back. Mm-hmm. You know? But like I said, it has a little sugar on it. Yeah. Actually, only thinks of me because I'm <laughs> You're not. You're, you were mean when I was a kid, when I was a teenager. But I needed that meanness. She had to have that. I meanness. admit that at the age that I am now. Mm-hmm. I admit that I needed that. See? Because I wouldn't have been who I am and where I am today without that sternness, strictness, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, when I look back on it, or when I see you talking to other people, I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot believe she just said that. <laughs> so and these God. people keep coming back to her. I'm like, she just told you. That you stink a little bit, <laughs> and you keep, and you just want to sit up. Like, First of all, I would never. I mean, but you know what I mean. Like you, she's so just tell them like, listen, baby. Now listen, you baby. know, <laughs> and I just be like, Cheryl, what are you doing in the street on the train? Because of course, I'm up under my mom. We work like a block away, mm-hmm. a couple blocks away from each other. I see her every day, and sometimes on the train or just at lunch, I just be like. Why would you say that? Oh my goodness. And people just like, okay, like, you know, no problem. I think it's also her demeanor as well, too. Yeah. Like she doesn't, she, you don't come off as yeah. someone being like angry or someone who's like trying to even be dismissive. Like, right. you seem like everything that you say is with love, even if you're saying something like crazy. Well, so. I try to get away from the sister girl attitude that uh-huh. everybody think that big black women probably have. I say, I, that's, <laughs> I say that all the time. Like, no, no, you can be nice and jolly and fun and get off what you have to say and say it, you know. Yeah. As long as you say everything in love and yeah. people can feel that love and understand that what you're saying is in love, mm-hmm. you can say what you have to say and not be, you know, offensive to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Mm, guys, we's talking to my mama. <laughs> you know what? I'm happy you didn't cry. I did not cry. I did that on purpose. I put on a full face of makeup so that I would not cry. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to cry. She, you are a cry baby, though. You are a cry. First of all, you said I was an emotional child. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave it at that. I'm not a cry baby. I'm just very passionate and emotional. And emotional. Okay. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. And dramatic. And, ooh. I, I am not. Hello, pot. <laughs> <laughs> I am not, I'm not dramatic. I'm just very passionate. Mm-hmm. 
Don't look at me like that. I'm just very passionate about my feelings. <laughs> we just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> okay. On the next episode, Ashley. Right. Um, but listen, I want to thank you so, 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 so much for coming on our show. Um, yes, thank you so much. Ashley Mom. thought You're of welcome. this idea um, months ago. Yeah. And I was just like, that's such an amazing idea. Like, such a forward thinker of her. Because me, it would have been like a day before Mother. You know what? <laughs> we should have did We should have did this. <laughs> so, um, so, one, thank you for coming up, up here. And also, Ashley, thank you for thinking of this amazing idea. <laughs> um, so, yeah, any, any final final things you want to say to the people one one last piece of a freestyle a a quick sermon (laughs) but if you ever want to um hear or actually you can hear we actually have a crusade coming on may 25th oh yeah all right promote your brand go ahead and promote your brand Um, evangel world outreach church okay under the umbrella of sebastian boyd ministries we're having a crusade on may 25th at second saint john's baptist church tell them where that is that is on 118th street between 7th and lennox okay that's in harlem that's in harlem harlem yes so um all come out all are welcome mm-hmm. please come <laughs> yes are you about to make me cry no oh so um just to, because we're closing this up, I just wanted to, there's this poem. It was one of my very first poems. Mm. It's not, it's not um, too long, but okay. it, it expresses where I came from to where I am now. Mm. So, for many years I ran. I ran from anywhere to nowhere until one day I stopped and looked around to see who or what I was running from, only to find that I was running from myself. For many years I ran. I ran from hurt, I ran from anger, I ran from my thoughts, I ran from loneliness, I ran from depression, I ran from despair. I ran until I ran from the inner woman within me, running to be free. I ran until I ran into the inner woman God wanted me to be. Mm. Now I take it slow with a joyous walk, a graceful stride and a forgiving glide. Now I walk. I walk in God's grace. I walk in his mercy. I walk in the fruits of his spirit. I walk in his love. I walked right into his heavenly arms, right into the woman of God he predestined me to be, a woman who the Son has set free, who the Son has set free. He freed me from the inner child, touched and crying out in the dark. And now I could say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thy rod and thy staff They comfort me, a child who the Son has set free. He freed me from the troubled youth who long to be loved by any boy or man, trying to take what they can. And now I can say, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, yet I live, not I, but Christ who lives in me. He freed me from that young woman who tried to cover her inner pain by hiding behind unreal faces hiding in dark places and now I can say that you put on a new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness a young woman who the son has set free the free woman of God he predestined me to be free to give him all the praise and free to enter into his gates with thanksgiving free to be all that in God I can be a woman who the son has set free wow 
That was amazing. That was really great. I'm not going to cry. Don't cry. I'm not going to cry. Don't cry. I, I didn't expect that. That right? was that was amazing. You, you were talking, yeah. You were talking a lot about your poetry, and I was just like, man, like I wish we would have like said something, and you just came. Oh, you I came. Did. That's Listen, that's amazing. That's where I get it from. <laughs> that is true. That my is good. organization yes, and my preparedness. That is good. In my that poetry. Was, yes, that was amazing. That was really, 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 Thank really good. That really was good. real good. Thank you. And I and I love how it taught like it touched on like, um like your freeness yes. like just how you're free to do what you want to do now like yes. before you felt like mm-hmm. you were like I wouldn't say trapped but before you were you felt like you were holding yourself back and it kind of like alludes to what you were saying about your advice to what you would tell your younger self and also what you would yeah. tell your children you, is you, you kind of do trap yourself when you go through things and you don't let it out yeah so when you hold stuff in it internally mm-hmm. you know it does a whole lot to you yeah. so for many years i was the shyest person ever first of all you would have never been <laughs> 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 um but you know um down through the years once you're able to you know free yourself from all of that um you're able to then express yourself in a way that so it's a it's a bit of freedom and god does that and God yeah. did that to me. He set me free of holding on to everything anyone has ever did to me, anything that anyone has ever said to me. Mm-hmm. You know, he freed me from all of that and not hold that stuff in internally. Wow. And I love how you didn't pass your insecurities on to your children. Because although my mom was very shy, I wouldn't say shy, but she was very reserved uh-huh. when I was a child. She never, like, chastised me or said anything about me being Ashley. Because <laughs> I'm kind of always been how I am now. Crazy. As oh. <laughs> I'm passionate about being emotional. <laughs> you never pass that down to us and you never like shared your insecurities. Like if I wanted to do something on stage or if I wanted to do this or you weren't shy about it. You, you were like, go ahead, you know, not living through us, but like, I don't want you to be held back by shyness because I know what it did for me. Mm-hmm. So I was never shy. I mean, my little brother Marcus, he's, He's not shy. Marcus is not shy. He's just very select with yeah, who yeah. he's yes. shy with. Yeah, he's reserved. But then there's, you know, Marcus Jamal, who's not shy. He's at not all. shy at all. <laughs> so we all have our own dynamics. Mm. And my dad is not shy at all. Like He's the most outgoing. He's not outspoken. He's the most he is out- outspoken. He is, okay. <laughs> outgoing, outspoken person you'll ever meet. Like the most charismatic person ever. I'm the parent who stands in the audience. That's my baby. Yes. Oh, yes. That's my baby. The that's loudest right. one at a whole football game. <laughs> like a whole stadium full of football. Marcus is looking up from the field like, are you really? serious? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Yes. Thanks, Ma. Right. Thanks. Right. Thanks. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And like yeah. I said, I'm my children's biggest cheerleader. Yes. yes. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but yeah, I think that's the the perfect way to end it. Um, Where can they find you at on social media? <laughs> mm. Where can they find you? On so- they I, can they can find her at, at Instagram. No no no, they can find her at the Crusade. Right. F- say it again. Amen. Mm. Amen, Winston. Uh huh. They can find us at the Crusade. Mm-hmm. The Crusade. The name. The theme of the Crusade is actually "Get Right Church and Let's Go Home." Mm. This is our second annual Crusade for Evangel World Outreach Church mm-hmm. under the leadership of Sebastian Boyd, mm-hmm. who's my husband, and Indeed. the mm-hmm. and the uh, 
It will be held at Second St. John Baptist Church on 116, 118th Street. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. 118th Street between 7th and Lenox Avenue. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, at. and that's what yes, we all gonna be there. That's Amen. that's, 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 that's find like. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Rise of the Creative Podcast, and we are we out. out. The Rise of the Creative. The I forgot to bring my mom switch. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mama, no! no Mama. <laughs> you never too old. Of the creator. Wait, 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 what about now? All right, all right. Maybe the next show.